right, so we're, 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 in, we're in Manhattan's. So we're in Manhattan's. Yeah, and, and uh, you live down here. I do. Not actually in Manhattan's. Not but... adjacent. Yes, not. LaSalle. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. what you said. Yeah. I wasn't stalking. No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, is it? I should have played it like I hadn't said that before <laughs> oh, ever. <laughs> is that um, Psycho? Yeah, a little bit. It was the first instance of those strings, like Psycho, when you heard those yeah, strings. Yeah, that yeah. was the first time those strings were ever used. I mean, it seems simple. It's just atonal strings, right? It's just playing yeah. two strings that are next to each other. I know something else weird about that movie. It was the first movie with the flushing toilet Yeah, it showed toilet, yeah. And yeah. the blood was chocolate yeah. it shows up better like i'm black and white yeah to have some yes. that's yeah see two yeah. weird things three weird things now the strange yeah. things i'm gonna remember that <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you'll hear them everywhere in horror movies so tell me about reclaiming spaces oh man yeah so the two episodes have been done mm. uh the first one was 2015 which seems like a while ago now it started off as a video that was supposed to be made for the Toledo Design Center that they were going to show at like a planning conference, the okay. American Planning Conference. Cool. Apparently this is the first time in 30 years that it was going to be in Toledo. It was in 2015. So they're really excited, so they wanted to show everybody at this planning conference. This is what's you know happened in Toledo. It's supposed to be like a three or four minute video just detailing some revitalization. Well, when I was brought on board, me and this woman named Kim Sanchez, who doesn't live in Toledo any longer, but her and I used to be production partners working together on a lot of stuff. When we were brought in on this project, we realized, I think we have a much larger thing to do here rather than just this five minute video. So we used the funding that they gave us and the list of people they told us to contact and we turned it into this 25 minute uh, documentary. Well, that documentary itself got so big and popular and so many people wanted to see it, actually sitting here in Manhattan right now, we showed it here once. So then Kim Sanchez like left and moved back to her hometown near Columbus and I went back to the design center and said, what do you think about funding me for another one? And they secured some funding, I had carte blanche, they basically just said do what you want. So the second one is really, that's why I'm pushing the second one, because the second one is me. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's what I wanted to do and what I wanted people to say. And it's essentially just about, the first episode is about the giant overview of the revitalization that mm-hmm. is happening in Toledo. And the second one is art's role in that revitalization. Mm-hmm. The first one's pretty out of date already. I don't Which know if is you've crazy. Ever seen it. Yes, I actually yeah. watched them both. It's super out of date. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just footage-wise now, which is, I guess, a good problem to have. No, yeah, it's a great, yeah. it's a great problem. It's just funny to show it to people, and they're like, "Is that? Are you guys standing in Hensville before it was done?" Yes, we we're standing <laughs> in Hensville before it was yeah. done. For you, as a filmmaker, why Toledo? My parents decided to settle here, mm-hmm. or maybe no, my great grandparents, great great grandparents. So it's kind of just like, I mean. It's, it's just here. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, why would you decorate your house? Why would you take care of your lawn? Mm-hmm. I live there, mm-hmm. right? So let's do it. So yeah. uh, I feel that. Yeah, that's why. And, and if I'm a filmmaker, and that's that's one of the things that I do, I mean, really, why not? Did anything surprise you as you were unearthing things about yeah. this rejuvenation that's happening downtown? I'm going to be candid. Yes, please. Right Before we shot the first Reclaiming Spaces, mm-hmm. I had no interest whatsoever to so, come downtown. Really? Yes. So I was 20 years old when the mm-hmm. Mudhead Stadium was built. So my in, like, think about that. The Mudhead mm-hmm. Stadium was the first real thing that anyone can say, okay, this is when Toledo started on some path of revitalization. So I was 20. So my entire childhood, all of my teens, and even into my very early 20s, there was nothing mm-hmm. to do downtown. And I really mean that. You went to Coast Island field trip. Same thing with the Toledo, you know, Museum of Art. You went, you went there on field trips. That was it. So you go to Kosai or the Art Museum as a child, or you went downtown for court, and that was it. 
So 2005, the Munhead Stadium comes out. I was in my 20s already, I didn't really care. And I've never really been a sports person, so I didn't care even more. And then, you know, little things popped up here and there, but I always looked at downtown Toledo as, sure, yeah, but there's all that stuff that exists downtown exists near me, too, on the west side of Toledo. Right, so why would you... Yeah, so I may as well just go to a bar in, on the west side of Toledo or a restaurant on the west side of Toledo rather than driving all the way downtown. So in 2015, 10 years after mm. the Mudhead Stadium, I was truthfully expecting... I had just come off of making a short horror film called mm. Dark Things. I was expecting to make another one with reclaiming spaces, you know, where I was going to talk to all these people and I was going to grill them and, you know, everyone's going to be like, okay, I get it. It's shady, you know, Yeah. but that didn't happen at all. In the beginning, I, I was asking people a lot of stuff and I got the answers that I wanted, but then the more I started poking around, the more I realized that not only was I completely wrong about, about what it, what it was happening on, in downtown Toledo. I was completely wrong about the attitudes that were surrounding it. Because there were so many people who were trying to dig themselves out of stuff and trying to buy buildings and mm-hmm. refurbish things that I, I just didn't know that that was happening. A thing, yeah. yeah. Which probably leads, leads me to one point that I'd like to make that so many people disagree with me on, but Toledo is the shittiest on the planet at marketing itself. It's absolutely true. Yeah. Because no one knows it's happening. Yeah. That's the thing. And that's one of the biggest reasons, too, why I wanted to make the second one, to show people, like, hey, this stuff is happening. I teach at UT and Lords, and maybe three years ago or so, UT partnered with Tarda to give students free bus rides downtown, like Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And they run all the way until, like, 2.30 in the morning. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's specifically to bring this massive untapped resource, 20,000 students, you know, who go to UT, Bring them down here for free because a lot of them, with the entire freshman class, none of them have cars because they're not allowed to park on campus. So you have this massive freshman class with the biggest, obviously. So like you have this massive class of people who don't even have cars who cannot get down there. And then lots of other students don't have cars the whole time they're there. So they've partnered together. <laughs> Ever since it's, it has started, I've asked all my classes, have you used this yet? I haven't had a single student yet tell me they even knew it existed, let alone used it. Are you serious? Yes. That's terrible. What do you do with that? I don't know. That's awful. That's a huge problem. Yeah, it's a huge problem. And I tell them about it. And the perception of downtown is still like me in in 2014. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it dangerous down there? Or I'm just going to go to BG. Yeah. (laughs) I've had my car broken into on the west side of Toledo, but never in downtown. No, yeah. It's actually, it's, it's weird because same thing. Like as a kid, you come down and it's, it's sketchy. It's not always the safest. Now, being able to walk around. Yeah, out, and seeing you know, like like mom and dad. Families and stuff yeah. down here. It's it's like, What is this? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It is it's it's really weird. It's, it it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh Did you ever watch the uh The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Of course. There's the one character and I can't think of her name. It's the older woman who's been in oh. that neighborhood forever. Lillian. Is it Lillian? Yes, 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 yes. I love her interactions yes. with people who she who like she deems the gentrifiers. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I love her interactions with it because I you almost in a way feel like that where mm-hmm. you're like, Man, all right, so mom and dad are down here, people are gonna start calling the cops soon. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, seriously. And yeah. You, yeah, you feel like there's a lot of stuff that you can't do and then, like how we talked before this this started, like with rent, how yeah. you know your rent has already increased. How do you right? Yeah, how do you combat that other than like inviting gangs to set up shop in your lobby? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, like that's. Do you really, mean that doesn't work? Because it doesn't. Yeah, you could start a girl gang. But it is scary though, because that's and and maybe this isn't how everyone feels. But I just think you're you're stuck because you want it to be good. You mm-hmm. want all this cool stuff, the Renaissance and the Heights Bar and all these high rise. 
loft apartments that are happening. Chicago style and, stuff, yeah. Yeah, but those, I mean, looking even looking at rent for those, it's like who who is this for? It's not for me. That's so a really good. You know what I mean? What you just that's a really good question that I feel like a lot of people don't ask. Who is this for? Not me. Like right. literally not me. And I, I don't, not to say that I'm you know dying in poverty, but I think that's another valid point too. Is that I'm kind of your run of the mill working class person that decided to right. move down here. And you like, have to work for I a paycheck. Right. And I don't yeah. think apartments that start at 1200 a month no. are meant for That was about that what area. my mortgage was. Yeah. That, you know? well, well, that just makes me sick. No, yeah. <laughs> it was like a little less than 1200 yeah. So, and, and that's, so like since like 2008, like the financial crisis that happened for the first time in the history of the United States, homes lost money. Uh, millennials, us, yes. like our wages still have the not bad rebounded. People. Yeah, yeah, the bad people. <laughs> millennials are killing the diamond industry. Sorry, <laughs> I have to pay insurance, <laughs> asshat. But um, I saw a funny tweet. It said something like, "Like, why aren't millennials getting married?" And like a, a, a reply to it says, "Because I work at a fucking grocery store." <laughs> you know, it's so accurate though. Right. So like, our wages have not rebounded, and they likely never will. And, and wages have, have been, been terrible since the 70s. They used to reflect the cost of things. Yes. And then, like, since the 70s, it's been the, the cost of things were going up and our wages have been stagnating. So now we're at the worst ever. And, and people like you and me should have a lot of wealth. We should. My dad's first job was cheap, you know? And, you know, my mom was able to, to not do anything mm. for years. Yeah. And, like, just I think one of the issues with this $1,200 apartment is, is it's not a 29-year-old person making these rents it's not someone who's like you know 31 saying yeah we should make it 1200 no it's yeah. someone who's like between 50 and 70 yeah, it's suburbia coming back yes in. who thinks mm -hmm. that that's reasonable and but it's not like we, we don't have that kind of money we don't have that kind of wealth like people our age and, and and people who are younger have it have it just as bad if not even worse because they've never even seen that prosperity you know in their lifetime mm -hmm that we just don't have that kind of money mm -hmm. and we likely won't for a long time mm -hmm. until you know things happen so yeah it goes right back to what you said who is this for and it sucks because obviously i love toledo i love this area mm -hmm. i want it to do well it's exciting to see like yeah. people come back downtown seeing stuff rebuilt mm -hmm. but i also think leaving the niche where we are is risky we get to a point and it's good for big business to invest it's cheap things yeah. are falling apart it's good so i get it it's smart for them too mm -hmm. you know yeah like when you talk about big business they i feel like people get angry about businesses investing in communities but that's what businesses used to do you know it was something that that you you would want to invest and that's the same thing with with your employees like you want to treat your employees good and give them sick days and vacation and benefits because mm -hmm. you want them to be there so well, of course, people are, are apprehensive about it. They realize that even if they wanted to leave, they can't. Yeah, you know? exactly. Because they're too deep. You're here, in. You know, yeah, in you're community. in. You're in. So, you know, they may as well... I don't want to say make the best of it because it sounds like they hate it here. Ah, whatever, fuck it. Make the best of it. <laughs> and they don't. But, I think most people love it. Again, we're really shitty at marketing ourselves. But terrible. I think most people are really, really proud of YouTube. Yeah. But I don't know. Definitely the people who live here are are proud of it mm. you know which is which is is good because then like that that pride will usually extend to people who come down here i mean even something like maker's mark you know that started off as a tiny little nothing and now it's twice a year and mm -hmm. closes off you know a full city block there's yeah there's really cool stuff there are some people who know what they're doing right and really market themselves 
obviously like Prometica and the Mudhens know how to market themselves. Oh, yeah. They have tons of money and mm-hmm. advertising teams and stuff behind it. But that's something that I feel like a lot of businesses down here need to know. And in that vein, yes, the Mudhens are great. Prometica, mm-hmm. what they did with Promenade Park, all of that stuff is awesome. We're very event-centric, I think. Yeah, sustained argument. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like a... <laughs> back to a horror movie. <laughs> kind of like how horror movies are, are really just like quiet, nothing scenes mm-hmm. punctuated by the scariness. Yes. Horror movies don't even necessarily have a plot half the time mm-hmm. or anything that's even sensical. Toledo is very similar to that. Like you said, it's, it's event-centered. I can see that because mm-hmm. it it's, like it's punctuated by these cool things. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to fix that, but I just think it's something to think about, something Toledo yeah. should think about if we're looking to sustain what we're trying to do. Like a microcosm of that idea, and we were to look at like the zombie bar crawl. The cool thing about it is, is like, so I don't drink anymore, but I still go. It's it's because of everyone participating, mm-hmm. like all the businesses up and down, Adams all participating. So like there was a tattoo shop there. I feel like it was a different tattoo shop, and this was maybe four years ago or so. Okay, that and seems they were right. just doing free face painting, like free zombie face painting in there. They don't serve alcohol, you know, but they wanted to be part of it anyway, mm-hmm. right? And then we're going to do free face painting, come on in here. People were tipping them, obviously. It's it's that kind of, eh, it's not really something we do, but let's just be part of it anyway. Yeah, because it's, it's a part of our area. Right. Yes. That's the attitude that kind of needs to spread to the to the rest mm-hmm. of, of downtown and... And beyond, hopefully. Yes. For me, I think if this goes well with whatever we're doing, it could spread to places that really need it. Every area surrounding, no offense, UT's campus, it's a shithole. I just think that would help the university so much. They've tried really hard with the whole gateway thing over Mm -hmm. there. I just wish it had more of like a village kind of, you know what I mean? Like, I guess in a perfect world, that's what I see around UT's campus. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Like a more village kind of vibe for around there and not 40 guys fighting in a street as you're trying to drive <laughs> you home. You the 40 guys street fight? Yeah. Oh yeah. Who hasn't? <laughs> still Thursdays? But, <laughs> but uh, I lived in Bowling Green for a couple of years but it's 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 cool because like it feels like the campus is very homey. Oh yeah it is and that's what I hope if downtown booms I want some of that to spread. It'd be really nice because honestly there's it's it's a pretty straight shot downtown from Toledo. Right. You know, and you if they take keep Bancroft. the bus, you could just take the bus. You get, you freaking could, <laughs> if anybody knew about it. Yeah. So I teach English comp, and one of the things that I that I teach my students is, say your fucking shit right away, yeah. and then give me the details. Mm-hmm. You know, say it right away. Let me know what you think, and then explain it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed this a lot in YouTube videos, too. Like, a lot, like they'll do, like, like a 10-second preview yeah. of the cool thing that happens in the mm-hmm. video, and then, you know, Go you can into watch it. the video. yeah. Well, well SNL, perfect model, yeah, right? Yeah, like, cool, yeah. here's Tom Hanks. Now watch some commercials yes. and watch the show, and here's Tom Hanks again. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll stick around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's very, very similar. Toledo needs to, to be able to advertise themselves that way. Mm-hmm. Give me the pearl first, right? And then you can, you know, give me the rest of the details if I so choose to look at it. And, like, and literally anything wrong. is better than nothing mm-hmm. at all. Because at least maybe like two people would do it then. So, yeah. And then those two people are like, no, dude, I went downtown. It was pretty cool. I'm not not joking, man. Trevor, come here. (laughs) Like, no, I guess there's there's gotta be a Trevor. Every dorm floor has a Trevor. All right. You can walk down Adams Street and there's tons of stuff and you can go back and forth, back and forth. But then when you hit some streets, you hear the old Western whistle 
and a tumbleweed and you see like two miles worth of stuff and there's nothing there and now you almost you have to like cross this chasm mm. until you get to the next the island next thing. yeah you know yeah. of of things and most people don't do that most True. people will come downtown like for instance if someone's going to go to manhattan's and this is someone who doesn't live down here and mm. isn't that familiar with it right they'll come down to manhattan's and maybe they'll walk back and forth a little bit here and there but if they notice that there's really nothing ahead of them, mm-hmm. they're just going to get back in their car and go home. Plus, I think Toledo still isn't used to having a downtown, maybe. Right. Just because of people's attitude towards, like, oh, the parking. I hate parking downtown. <laughs> and, like, you know what I mean? This is the thing that yeah, happens. Too, too busy down there. Too busy. Or Come 25 on, cents you, for 15 you minutes, have a I think. Pension. Yeah, like, Spend what? the money, yeah. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> I don't know. I just think there's a lot, not just here, I think on the outskirts too. Yeah. And getting people to come here and realizing that it's more than just, hey, that Mud Hens game we went to once, you know? Right. It's, yeah, it's the, the Mud Hens are great to, to bring people down Oh, here. yeah, it's awesome. But, so there's been like all these different spurs of revitalization that have happened, and like the Mud Hens is probably the first. It's the catalyst, yeah, I would that was call like the it. First yeah. One. You know, and, and things opened up around it, but just simply not enough. How do you get someone to walk? For four blocks right. when there's nothing. In between. In between. Right. And I think, I hope, that's one of the things they're focusing on. It's tricky. I know Connect Toledo is really focusing on the nautical mile. And nice. I, there's something with um, the metro parks and stuff involved in that. Mm-hmm. It's like an unnamed thing. So they're doing stuff. I think it's just Yeah, I take. mean, there's... It's, it takes a ton of money. Yeah. You, you you do have to you have to have some kind of external investment like mm-hmm. that because the taxes in Toledo are very, very low. And... We have 275,000, give or take, you know, a few people in this city. And if our our tax base is even less than 275,000, obviously, because some of those people aren't adults. Mm-hmm. And the taxes are just, they're just too low to, to do what we want to do with, to do what we want to do with a lot of stuff. And the one thing, too, I thought was kind of interesting is, is like, I when I was a teen, I spent a lot of time on the east side. Um, I used to do music and stuff and, like, hung out with a lot of people over there who also did music. And the... Have you read about these apartments that they want to put on the east side of the river? Yes. So the amount of money that they want to charge for each apartment mm-hmm. is like a couple hundred dollars more than you can rent a house for over yeah. there. Which I thought was really, really weird. And I remember reading this article like, oh, well, these apartments are going to be open to everybody. Well, yeah, because that's a federal law, Dingus. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, but they're, they're, open. they're really not. Right. No. There's obviously a certain... It's called cost prohibition. Yes, yes. You know? There's a certain breed of people those are for. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Back but... to what we were talking about. Yes. Who are these for? Exactly. What is this for? Exactly. But yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I I haven't seen anything else about like development of these apartments. I don't know. Maybe if they, they, they had some kind of like backlash from people saying this is kind of stupid. The east side is a very working class mm-hmm. area and it's a joke to me to think that someone would truly believe that almost anyone outside of like a young working professional with like a four year degree or even a master's degree would be willing to pay $800 a month for a one bedroom apartment. Or able to pay. Toledo only has, so 17% of Toledo has a bachelor's degree. That's really, really, really low. Yes. Boston is over 50%. Of course, it's like the world's best colleges. Right, yeah, of course. But even New York City, being 8 million people, is over 35%, right? And you're talking about New York has some of the poorest neighborhoods on the planet, and it still hits Mm -hmm. 35% for bachelor's degrees. So that's another issue when people keep building these apartments or or at least proposing Mm -hmm. these types of things. 
who is paying for this? Mm. Like, who is going to... Not people that live here. Right, and that's essentially what, <laughs> yeah. it's, what it's kind of... It's almost, in a way, like a dog whistle. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, these apartments are going to be <clears throat> 1200 <laughs> You know? I'm sorry, what? And you're like, what? Oh, that's that's not for us. No, we know. We know it's not for you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's 1200 They're yelling over there to, like, the suburbs and stuff. Um... Not saying there's anything wrong with the suburbs, but it's 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 kind of like uh, you price things in a certain way to, no, to absolutely. keep people out. Absolutely, right? exactly. That's why it's interesting when it starts like reversing, because then where do all these people go? That's always right. been weird to me. We're all gonna end up in Point Place. That's what's gonna happen. No thanks, man. <laughs> that's what May I'm saying. Lies in your cereal. That's what, I, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, that's uh, the point's fine. It's just I, I can't deal with the spiders over there. It's like too close to the water. I don't see the point unless you have a boat. Like, just my personal opinion. I don't see the point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, really, though. Like, I... I interviewed the artist Yusuf Latif. Okay. Um, He's a Toledo artist. He's a cool dude, and there's a lot of stuff that I wasn't able to to include in the documentary because, like, we were just talking about art and revitalization, but he and I talked about a lot of other stuff. But he brought up something that you said, you know, like, like, where do all these other people go? But he said, where do we put all the black folks? This is what he's he not, said. He's not wrong. Right. Like, you and, know. And it's 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 something that, that neither of us had an answer for. Right. You know, we're, I don't what, think there what is do one. you do? Like what, what do you do with, How does with, it work? with the people who live down here already who can't who, who will very much be priced out. Yes. And who then, by the way, we like forced down here, right? Because yeah. like no one wanted this, so we were like, you can fucking live there. <laughs> and now we're like, oh just kidding, fucking we all want to live there. Like it's yeah. it's very I don't know how that And it wasn't long enough for anyone to really lay down generational roots. Because mm-hmm. it really hasn't been that long yeah. since downtown uh, has been abandoned, and it's not like that there was some culture that was able to grow here. So it's like <laughs> you're just kind of starting to generationally get used to doing something, and then um, it's all changing. You're priced out because a lot of these these not a lot of them, but like some of the, uh, these apartment buildings were financed with tax credits that mm-hmm. made them become low income housing for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. So. Someone like an investor would come in and say, I'd like to buy this, but I want some tax credits. And then the government says, okay, we'll give you $5 million. I have no idea if that's the correct number. So the government will come in and say, okay, we'll give you like $5 million in either funds or tax breaks or a tax abatement, meaning like you don't have to pay taxes on something for Mm -hmm. a long time. But you have to offer 75% of these units as low-income housing for 10 years. Right. You know. So it'd be sick if Toledo did something as a part of their initiative to protect those vulnerable renters. Yeah, no, that, they won't. Yeah, it's, it's, not like in, not, it's not in the city's interest. Because once that 10 new. years is up, <laughs> yeah. like, that's it. Then they become market-rate apartments. Right, exactly. And then, like, where do all those people go? Well, it's just kind of like, fuck it. You go wherever you go. <laughs> I mean, like, even me, I, I, I work. My girlfriend works. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we have a son. We're both... I have a master's degree. She has a bachelor's mm-hmm. degree. And we are severely struggling oh, yeah. to find... Oh, yeah any house mm-hmm. that's even remotely affordable that isn't in what anyone would consider a bad area. Right, yeah. You know, it's even tough for someone, you know, like for a, for a couple like us, for, you know, double income, to find something. So you just really start thinking, like, who is this for? Thank you so much to Nick Corbin. Make sure to check out nickcorbinproductions.com with the documentary series Reclaiming Spaces. Thanks for listening to Glass Half Full Toledo. I'm Kelly Fandry. Cheers.